So, today we're going to be talking about cultural heritage. And I I think what I want to talk about is how 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 it how cultural heritage is important to you. How its history and the thing behind cultural heritage it gives you the identity of who you are, of what what is it about you? Your skin color it gives you the history of your skin color, your race, and the culture that your race practices. And I can I, uh, and I'm gonna also be talking about the influence and the impacts of Malcolm X and his idea of the heritage upon me. And so, what? the the importance of what Malcolm X taught was that he he basically said that cultural heritage was important and because it was from it was from generations generations from ancestors to ancestors and he and a good way to tie in that is that he changed his name to Malcolm X it was originally Malcolm Little. There are many reasons why he wasn't called Malcolm Little. It was because it was his slave name. It was his ancestors. It was it was because his ancestors were stripped of their heritage, and the slave masters gave him that name. And the truth is that that is a big truth. That is why people like him are preaching the truth of why people are. This is why people are changing their names. Because they know this is not the history. They know their ancestors weren't given white names. They know that their ancestors had African names. They know that their ancestors had original names. And when and, and the way it impacts me is that I learned about my cultural heritage. I learned to find value in my cultural heritage. My ancestor's name wasn't called Stephen. My ancestor's name wasn't called Andrew Yang. No. My ancestors had Asian names instead of American white names. The truth is... The truth is they were given these names when they immigrated to the United States. If you really learn about your history, you un- you, you would understand that your ancestors weren't didn't originally have white names when they came over to them, when they came over to America. Your ancestors didn't really have white names when they went over to the Europe and the West. And the thing is, and the thing is, if you're a person of color and you don't, and you have like a kind of white name or not a white name, you gotta understand that you have other colored friends that don't that have white names and this is this is not the original name that they give it, it it was it was chosen by your mother it was chosen by your father it was chosen by your parents for you to have an american name and i have nothing against this but the truth is we don't the truth is we don't really know what our actual names were we don't actually know what our actual history and what, uh, who we actually are until we, until we discover that heritage. Or to find the identity of yourself, you must travel back to 
You must travel back to your history. You must travel back to the ancestors' time. You must learn about who your ancestors were and who were your ancestors called. That's how Malcolm X preached it. That's how many other movements preached it. I know this is not the truth that you would like to hear, but it is something that you need to understand. This is why people are changing their names. This is why people are trying to reclaim their culture because they know that their their heritage was stripped when they claimed when when they were enslaved. And that's how I know, and that's how every person should know and understand. For every person. You gotta understand people like Madison, like a colored girl named Madison. Her ancestors wasn't wasn't originally called Madison. You know, you you gotta understand something here. And this is about cultural heritage and Malcolm X. This is nothing about politics at all. Just so you know. And I want to add another thing about Malcolm X and how it impacts me. He talks about. Racial and race, he talks about non biased racism and how it doesn't matter, and how he teaches how you shouldn't put down your race, or how you shouldn't, or how you you should never hate your own kind because nobody taught you to hate your own kind. And if and hating your own kind is only gonna, well, will never. Achieve you the thing that you want. Malcolm X realized that his donation of Islam was preaching hate against him. It was preaching hate against white people. So he left and became a Sunni Muslim. Because after his Hajj in Mecca, he realized he realized that the nation of Islam was a very radicalized movement, and, he, and they they were anti-white. You see. Malcolm, Malcolm X was Malcolm X really learned really learned to be an anti-racist, and people misunderstood him as a violent upbringing person that would that that believed in the very that was that didn't believe in peace. Well, ultimately, Malcolm X wanted the same thing, and okay, that it wasn't. It wasn't like Malcolm. Malcolm never believed in fighting and killing white people. He he just believed in fighting back for his race. He believed in fighting back because he didn't want he didn't want to do it in the MLK way because he didn't believe that nonviolence could achieve anything. Because in his defense, that people that his own black people were being lynched, being lynched, and being. Killed and being attacked by dogs and being hosed. That's how it was. That's how it was. And the thing is, he he realized that even if you have it while he's having a dream, we're all living a nightmare. And I don't think MLK's dream really came true due to the racial inequalities. Due to, I mean, not the inequalities due to the uh, people who divide us by race, who care about do the people today that care about identity politics so much, who di- who care about race so much to this day. I hope 
you can learn something from my from my speech and I hope you can learn something let me DM me what you know about this takeaway I hope you can understand how important this speech is I hope you can understand this for yourself nationalism of any race and let me, let me make my let me make my last thing nationalism for any race is radical and it's bad white power is bad black power is bad how about American power that's why and by American power we all have power we all have power that's why it's called power of the people when the people the people have more power than the people than, the, than that one person in power it is true you have the ability to vote someone out in office. You have the ability to vote to reelect a new person in office. You have the ability to change who, who can lead the country, who can run your senate, who can be your mayor, who can do this, who can do that. You. This is why it's called power of the people. This is why. This is why it's a democracy. This is why it's called power of the people. And but. Before, and let me say this again, before we are all, and before we were all Democrat or Republican or left or right, we were all human. All right, we were all human and we believe in a democracy that gives power to the people. Powered by, by the idea of power to, you can't deny it. You have power to the people is a true statement because you have power as a conservative. You have power as a progressive. It's not false. Everybody has power. That's why it's called power to the people. And when you believe in the idea of power to the people, it's not like a radical thing. It's not a far right. It's not a far left. It's a it's a basic thing to believe in. If you, if it's a thing that you that everybody in the United States should believe in if you live in a democracy. It's not a con it's it's a democracy with a constitution. If you don't believe me, you can go you can go research on Thomas Jefferson's declaration and the prince. Proves that 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 you can you can or you can go on Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg address. He says that the government is ran by the people for people. That he said that the government was ran by the people. That's a keyword right there. He was the government was made made by the people and for the people. I mean, I may get that quote wrong, but he obviously knows that the government was made by the people. Hence, the reason why people say all power to all power to the people, all power to the people. It's the statement every U.S. citizen should believe in. It's the statement every Dem, every Republican should believe in. It's the statement everyone in the United States should believe in because that is democracy. That is a con- that is what a republic is. That is what a constitutional republic is. It is the I- it is the idea Thomas Jefferson believed. It is the idea George Washington believed. It is the idea John Adams believed in every member of the Continental Congress during 1776. You cannot deny it. However, you don't have. However, however, 
as soon as America, as soon as uh, our things change, as days go by, let's hope that, let's hope that you vote, we vote for the right, but no, let's hope that we think for ourselves and, and think about who, what, what's going on, and we should really think about it, we should just turn off the TV, don't even look at it, we should just think for ourselves and see, and ask ourselves what's, and ask ourselves, am I really being influenced by something? Am I, am I really a free person? And you say, yes, you are. Uh, you have the ability, you have the privilege to go turn off that TV and believe in, believe in what you want to believe. Independent thinking, help, independent thinking helps create, helps create free people, frees more people. Because right now you are still, you are still a slave of the, you are still a slave, you believe everything that you see on the TV. I'm not kidding. That that thing will enslave you for the rest of your life if you just keep watching it. The only way you can liberate yourself is to think independently and is to, and is to preach love within your own self is and is to think independently and and yeah basically think independently nonviolent protest has always worked but even though I believe in the Malcolm X thing Malcolm X did believe in love whether you whether whether it's made you find it surprising and that he did believe in love he believed he he believed that we shouldn't hate our own. We shouldn't hate any any race. He didn't. He was anti-racist. He believed that we should love all races. I'm sure because after because when Malcolm X was in Mecca, he saw many different races, regardless of Muslim. He saw white Muslim. He saw Arab Muslim. He saw black Muslim. He saw Asian Muslim. He saw all kinds of Muslims. And after realizing that he he. He knew the truth about it. He knew that Islam could, could end racism regardless of race. He knew that Islam, Islam comes in all kinds of colors. And it wasn't just the nation of Islam that preached, that only had black Muslims and only believed in black national. He, he, knew, the, he knew the entire truth. He knew. But he he wouldn't give a hateful speech, and that that is why he was murdered. He was murdered because he didn't he didn't believe in he didn't know he no longer believed in nation of Islam's views. And when you believe, and when you believe in, and when and for your anti-racism, you, you can get you get shot for, and there's proof. Abraham Lincoln got shot because he was anti-racist. He abolished slavery. John Wilkes Booth didn't like it, so he shot him. John F. Kennedy was murdered because he was against communism and hate. Martin Luther King was murdered because he, because he led, because he, because he was part of a huge civil rights movement. Because he preached peace. Malcolm X was dead because he wouldn't give a hateful speech and he was against the nation of Islam. That's how it was back then.
it's never too late to go and preach, preach about nonviolent, preach about nonviolence and preach love. It is never too late. It is never too late to keep doing what Malcolm did, what MLK did, what many others did. It is never too late to do that. It just know. Even if society doesn't find your opinion popular, even if teachers or mayors or anyone, even if anyone doesn't find your opinion popular, just keep preaching it. Just keep preaching it, no matter what. I'm pretty. I'm sure MLK's opinion wasn't popular too. Many people disagreed with MLK. I'm sure when Malcolm X was preaching Islam. Nobody, nobody would, nobody agreed on that idea. Nobody was on board with it. That same thing was when Thomas Jefferson wanted to declare independence. Not everyone was on board with it. So you, so you always have to preach, no matter what. Always preach peace because if you preach peace, then you'll get the dream, and then you will, then you will truly achieve peace at an. At an American society that you truly want, without without protesting, without marching, why would you expect? Why would you expect a total American peace? Why would you expect peace? And without without all the work you put in, without all that activism, for all that marching you do, how are you gonna? How are you still gonna be upset? Of all that rioting. Change happens through. Change happens through action. And action happens through you. Only you can make. Can make change through action. And when that. And when that action happens. Change happens. So I'm telling you right now. If you do. If you preach. And if you march. If you make signs. Go out there and march. Maybe you will make change. Maybe, maybe you will be known as an activist. Maybe you will create change that you want to make. That create the change that you wanted. And like Mahatma Gandhi said, "Be the change you wish to see in the world." And if you want, if you want to be that change, you gotta have it. You you gotta make that do the action through you. One, if you do that action, if you do that action, maybe you will make change. But it can't be just you. Create action in a way where others will join you and do do that action. Do action in a way where many others will join you. Action have, action happens through individuals, through individual change. By individual change, you will you will make action. By an individual mindset, you will make individual change, and uh, by that individual change, you will make action. I am encouraging you to go, to go make a sign right now and go out and protest. From go go out and protest. Protest, protest, and make rallies about why. About how much you support, about how about independent thinking, about why, why these pro, why these riots, and why these and why the violence needs to stop. 
I want you to make a sign that says, End Violence Now. Go out there and march in the streets. It, it doesn't have... It, it, it once again. Individual mindset can happen. can cause individual change, which makes individual action. Through, indiv- through your change of individual mindset, there will be individual change and there will be individual action. And through action, there is more change, more change to happen. But if you want what's best for America, you must do it. You, but if you want what's best, you must do it in a way where many others will join you. And yes, this topic has just shifted. I went from cultural heritage and Malcolm X and history to this. But it, but it will... But it will, but it will, but it will make sense though, I promise you. The cultural heritage of the U.S. is being destroyed because the statues are being defaced, the statues are being destroyed. That is, those statues are all cultural heritage of past Confederate soldiers and Abraham Lincoln. Those cultures represent the heritage of many past Confederate soldiers and many Confederate generals and Abraham Lincoln, the man who abolished slavery, was against the Confederacy. By destroying these, by destroying these, these, by destroying the statues, you are erasing the cultural heritage, you are are erasing the history. And yes, it was cultural heritage, I'm sorry to tell you, but the Confederacy existed for for four years, ever since the Civil War, it, it is considered their cultural heritage. It it technically makes it their cultural heritage ever since it was, ever since the Confederate flag in the South was in the Southern Confederacy in the Old South and the antebellum and the and the Robert E. Lee thing was basically the culture for four years and. And since people have been using the Confederate flag for many years, it technically is part of their cultural heritage. Well, what 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 also could be a cultural heritage is is the is the Mayflower ship and the American flag and the statues of people who fought for the American Revolution. That can be also a cultural heritage. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be the statues that are confederate. They also destroy. It's the, it's the good people. They also destroy too. What's. And how this ties to cultural heritage because it represents, because that was the culture back then. It represented people's culture. The people of Massachusetts were. Were mainly. Mainly believed the Minutemen were. Used to be Minutemen and, and Patriots, and it have a and it had a Bostonian accent. It was their cultural heritage. They they used to wear those hats to Paul Revere and the and the Minutemen. They became a cultural heritage when it became a mascot for UMass, because it was really their cultural heritage. Their cultural heritage was Paul Revere, and then many other people who have fought for the American Revolution. That's for cultural heritage, and it. And one of those hats and one of the clothing 
it's a symbol of their history. And if you don't believe me, you can ask a Massachusetts resident about it. A Massachusetts historian. My closing statements are are that to make change, you must first change yourself first. And my also closing statement is that to make history, you gotta be the change that you gotta be the change. No, you gotta be the change. You gotta be the unpopular. You gotta make that. You gotta have the unpopular idea so people could. So, 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 at least some people might believe in you. Remember, change only happens through individual mindset and individual change. So, change through, change happens through you. And after you change, try, try to do, try to convince people to change in the way they will, they will surely change. Convince people to join you. Make it. Fight for what you believe in. But in a way where people will join you. When you fight for what you believe in. In a way where people will join you. Maybe you will gather more. Hundreds and thousands. Thousands against, against the violence of the. Against the violence of what's happening right now. And remember guys. Uh, and this is the last thing I gotta say. Let's make our country great again. And and never forget your history. Always remember and never and always always remember and always value your cultural heritage. Thank you.